This is the Footy Couple Podcast. The Festival of Footy in South Australia is all complete. It was very exciting for us. We went to a lot of matches. And it was very exciting for the S18s, both getting wins. The Crows getting their third win in a row. So, unfamiliar territory for you, isn't it, Soph? It is. I don't really know how to feel. <laughs> I'm surely happy. Yes, I'm happy. Very good round of footy, as we said. We actually both went to six matches at Adelaide. Well, actually, you didn't go to six. You went to five of them. I went to six of them. And you're not sick of footy? No, I'm not sick of footy. I must say I'm exhausted. <laughs> it, it's a long weekend, isn't it? It was, it was big. It was big. It's funny. I was. I saw something pop up on my newsfeed and it was like, it was this person wearing marathon gear. Because they're like, I'm going to go to every single gather round. And they're like, I'm treating this like a marathon. And I was like, it's not a bloody marathon. It's just footy. It's just lots of games. It's not that hard. And then it hit Saturday night and I was so tired. And then it was Sunday night and I was even more tired. And then I woke up Monday morning, I was like a zombie. Mm. Yeah, it was like a marathon. Yeah, it was a marathon. Like it was a marathon. I don't think we prepared us. We were prepared enough physically for the demand of watching that many games. Well, personally, I was fine with it all. I got through six and I was happy to go watch more if I wanted to. Honestly, yes, I was exhausted, but... Like I've been saying to everybody I talk about the gather round two, it was the best weekend ever. It was great, wasn't it? It was the best weekend. It was it was a great weekend and it stays in South Australia for three more years, so we've got three more years of it. Yes, and like I said I prepare better physically. I'm hoping for next time we do go to I'm hoping to maybe go to more regional games. So the game Mount Barker looked really nice on TV and the Nord games too. So the rumour is that they're gonna have a game of the Barossa next year, is the rumour? Actually, did you see the stupid rumour about it being an Alberton? Was it really? This stupid thing came up on my newsfeed, and I was like, that's stupid. From where? He was like, we're going to have three games with Alberton. I think it was like some port page. I think that might be a little bit of a joke, that. I think, I, it, I think it was a port page. I think it was a port page. And it was like, the best ground. It is a good ground, though, to say the least. It's not going to happen. But it's not going to happen. No, I think the rumour I've heard is there's going to be a game at the Barossa. They'll keep a game at Mount Barker and a game at Norwood and maybe try another suburban ground. Glenelg is another that they're thinking. Oh, yeah. And McLaren Vale. Is what I've heard too, which would be very interesting. What ground they're actually going to go there. You know what would be most interesting about the Barossa and the McLaren Vale games? Actually, even the Hills maybe for that matter. Especially Barossa and McLaren Vale. I reckon there might be a few people that have a little bit had too, a little bit too much to drink. Because they will go to the wineries beforehand and then they'll go to the game. <laughs> oh, probably some did from the Mount Barker game. Probably. I mean, we didn't go, but I would have. Even though I've already been to all those wineries a thousand times. But I would have gone again. Well, you can do it next year and the next two years after that. Yeah. And that's the exciting part. So do you think it was a success? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I'm just analysing it as a normal fan person. Yeah, I think it was. I think there's a few things that were a bit, like, iffy. I think that the bad thing about it, which I don't know how they're going to fix, was the double header issue. Because it looked empty for those games, you know? Because people would attend one and then leave. So the seats were empty. Yeah. And I don't know how they're going to fix that. But, like, people were complaining about it. Like, oh... Why wasn't it a success when there was no bloody people there? And it's like, well, there was, but they left because they only intended their team. So I don't know what they're going to do about that issue. I was just like, oh, why don't you just say, you know, when you book the tickets, you like select if you're going to go to both or go to one. And then they can try and get someone in for the second one. But then someone's like, well, no, that wouldn't work. You're relying on people being honest. Almost if they don't get off the seat and the next person comes and they want to sit and watch. I don't know if like, do they even do double headers? I don't know. You're going to have to. You're going to have five games out of it. Yeah. It means, yeah, you're going to have to do one double header at least. 
maybe for next time, I would say not have Port Adelaide be one of those teams in the double header because that probably didn't work. Well, it works, mm. but you know why they did that was because they wanted more people there. Well, it didn't you work. You know what I mean? Well, there wasn't as many as what you think because the double header ruined that because most of the people left, you included. That's because mm. I was tired and cold. But that's because, like, yeah, as you said, there's teams they only go watch their team and then they'll go. But I think the rain probably didn't help either. Maybe with sunny all day might have changed. But some also, of the another note, because I was tired. If the game was not at seven, if the double header was like Sunday, I'd be more likely to stay. Well, that's what I think. I think they need the double header to be probably the Sunday. I think would be better. I think at least that's during the day. I think it's a bit bit better than being at twilight and then being at night. I think they should just have a standalone Adelaide Oval game at night and then have a couple of regional games on Saturday. So people can go to that and then go to the game later. Adelaide Oval. Yeah. I, so, I, don't, I don't know how. I mean, thank God we're not organising it because it's well, not it, easy. Well, they've planned in three or four months. It's not a long time to plan. Now they've got 12 months. Yeah. They can figure it out how to make it work. Yeah. They might reduce one game for Adelaide Oval and put it somewhere regional, which yeah. would be great. I think it'd be great for the for the state to showcase the state, especially for us. I think that'd yeah, be Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously the problem, I guess, yeah, they didn't have much time, but but I guess we got to think about it. They put more Adelaide Oval and not many regional because Mount Bar, for example, had to do, like, they had to make new coaches boxes or something. Or was it Norwood? Norwood. Norwood had to Norwood do it. Norwood did. I don't think they could put it too regional because grounds have to make adjustments to, you know. Oh, it takes too much time, really. That's why they couldn't do it. Yeah. Now they do have time. They can do it. Yeah. Obviously, they can go regional but then again they can't go too regional because people would go to multiple games so they can't go heaps far out that's why i guess barossa and cranberry is okay because you could you know like you said you could go to one during the game if you were being a psycho marathon person go to one during the game which we probably will go to one during the day and then you'll be able to drive like you know back up and go see go to that late over one yeah so i think you got to be careful like you can't go too regional well, there was a few things we did see, I think, in the last couple of days, straight after the gather round. Little things that you saw on the socials. Oh, right. Oh, well, there's one that I will, that you were going to say, but I'll say it because I've heard a bit more about this. Okay. The West Coast, I think it's GM, the West Coast GM saying that they should have an extra game in I think, what is it? Is that what they were saying? They wanted an extra bloody home game yes. because, oh, we have to travel. Well, get this. So they played Port this week, the Eagles. So you would think like what Fremantle did. They played oh, the Oh, you're telling me they went home. Yeah, they did. Are they? Why would you do that? I don't know why you would do that. It's stupid, isn't it? I mean, okay, yeah, she goes home and see your family. That's but... the only reason I could think of. But you're complaining about travelling, whereas what you've just done is you're going, you've gone to Adelaide, you're going to go back home, and in a couple of days you're going back again. You might as well just stay for the week. That way you're not travelling. Yeah, like Frio did. Yeah, and we'll, yeah. it worked well for them because they won. Yeah. So, but also, they're the only like they're the only club that's complaining. Are you just complaining because you you know you're so shit that you know trying to grasp at anything that's going to make you not seem like you're as bad? <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Was that what their state of their football club is like? It's no different to them just travelling for a normal home and away game. Yeah, that's just the unfortunate thing. Like you being... live in Perth. That's that's what you're to do with. That's the unfortunate thing about being in Perth. Yeah, it's one game. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. And then like. The Victorians are complaining about the advantage that Crows and Port get with the Gather Round games and how it should be a Crows and Port showdown instead so that there's not much an advantage. Oh, okay. So this is basically all the Victorian teams being... It's basically no, this being is not actually... I must say that it's not the Victorian team saying that. It's like the media. Like there was one guy that spoke out. He really should not... Um, 
bash Victorians too much because they might be listening. No, I'm going to just talk to the Victorian media here because they're because okay. okay. that's where you're probably getting it from. It's probably all It's the, not the Victorian people, it's the oh, media. Oh, well, there might be some Victorian people. They're probably not the people listening because the Victorian people that are listening, they're probably with support SAT yeah, exactly. or something. Yeah, okay. Sorry. No, no, this is not bagging Victorian people at all. This is probably more, more bagging the Victorian media and then probably some Victorians who hate South Australia. This is where we're going from. They've got to remember that all these Victorian teams, majority of the time, they play in their home state anyway, so they don't have to travel that much. It would not hurt going for an extra game to go play in South Australia, which is really an hour flight from Melbourne to Adelaide. Whereas the Western Bulldogs, they played Port. It was the first game they played away from Melbourne this season. So... You know what? An extra week, so be it. It happens. They're professionals. They're meant to travel. What about all the, the non-Victorian teams that they want to win a grand final? They're going to go play at the MCG, so they're going to travel to Melbourne anyway. So at the end of the day, like... Anyway, actually, you know, and they should, like, flip it and think, like, okay, this is another chance we can play on Adelaide Oval because what was if we play Porter Crows in the finals and we're at Adelaide Oval? There's always a chance. Exactly. So but, yeah, he's That's what the media Adelaide say, Oval but again. that's Victorian media for you. Like, it's all about the BFL with them. It's nothing about anything outside of Victoria. So, you know what? You take it with a pinch of salt. That's some of those comments. Yeah. But I would say that's, like, a quite a minority of Victorians. I reckon most Victorians I've seen on the socials, they actually enjoyed the games in Adelaide. So, I don't think they would care too much. No. It's just some of them. It's just some people. Yes. It's like, actually, the other thing, talking about how that guy, who was it, who said that the showdown should be in played in Victoria in the MCG. Uh, Who was that? Damien Barrett, yes. Yeah, and like, <laughs> you know what? And I was saying, was I saying this to you or someone? I was like, that's a stupid comment because the showdown this year, right? That wasn't even on TV in Melbourne. They oh, didn't even televise yeah. it. They've televised the other game. Oh, yeah. they. they... So it's like, you want the game, but you can't even put it on your own bloody TV. Yeah, it's, no. the, it's the disrespect, I yeah. think, from the broadcast. because they first. Because they believe they... Well, there's always going to be a full crowd at a showdown because... Let's be honest. It's probably the best football rivalry in the league. I'm not. You're not disagreeing with that. No, I'm not disagreeing because you know how I feel about Port. But what they do is they they probably know that everyone in South Australia is going to watch it no matter what. So they just put it at a time slot where like, oh, they don't have priority. I don't remember the last time they've no, had yeah, a yeah. national game, a national broadcast of it. Even the Friday night one last year. We got a Friday night game. And there we was another game. We weren't even there. the main game. Yeah, I know. So, like, that's... Like, I'm sorry. That's a stupid comment. I'm not even... I don't know why we're even talking about it. No, it's, it's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Having a showdown in Melbourne. I just don't get that. He's been on that for the last five years. And every time I've heard of it, I just think, oh, how stupid that idea is. And you know what? You know what? Everyone else has actually said yeah, that when they've spoken to I think to it'd him. be different if it was actually televised a lot in Victoria. And they, they liked it. It's not, though. Even that, I still They I doubt half of them even watch it. it. I doubt most of them even watch it that mm. are not supporting those teams. Now, it was one thing that came out of the weekend that infuriated me a little bit. It was about mainly the Queensland Premier, how she said that before it was obviously announced that LA was going to have it for three more years, that she's like, oh, we can do it better. I would like to see that. Look. They may be able to. I mean, Queensland's a great place. Well, but they've got, well, they got two stadiums already that they could use, so there's a start. Yes. However, yeah. we not ignore the fact that they are not a footy-dominant state. They don't care about footy as much as SA or WA does, or Victoria does. Well, you can see the proof. Yeah, go, because go, they got no one bloody there. You can go watch a Gold Coast game and you can see how many people are there. So yeah. This is, I think, the worry with the gathering. I know Sydney were big on it. I think originally it was actually meant to be them, but our Premier... He actually went hard at that and, yeah. and got it here. The problem would have been, say if it wasn't Sydney or Brisbane, how many 
fan do you actually think will go to these games is the big question. Would, yeah. you, would they sell out the games? Probably maybe Brisbane might be able to sell out their games. Sydney might be able to sell theirs if it was in Sydney. But after yeah, that... It's not because we obviously know because we went there and there's so many people there. But actually at all the games, there was a lot of SA people as well. Like Crows people, Port people mm-hmm. and just crews like SA people that are just supporting of other teams actually going to multiple games because we love footy. Yeah, we're footy. That's ma- what we we're do. We're footy maniacs in South Australia. Yeah. And you can see that. You, like watching the games, like watching the Norwood game and the Mount Buck game was so good to just see yeah, it yeah. just packed out. Yeah. Just local footy. That's what it looked like. It was, yeah, yeah. It was, just, it was just great to watch. So it's an interesting debate, obviously, of whether it should have been three more years. I think it should be shared around. But, I mean, I'm not complaining I'm, also. Yeah, I'm not complaining. I, I thought the best way of doing it was give South Australia one more year just to do it again, to have another crack, and, and, then, then, and then rotate it. Put yeah. WA next year, then put New South Wales, give Queensland a go. Like, give them a go. Yeah, yeah, But I yeah. think a bit of pot shots, I think, from some of the... But obviously, once again, the question about WA is whether they would ever get it because they're so far away. It's the travel and the cost is always a big and thing. And people say, oh, yeah, like, yeah, you could subsidise the flights, but like... Yeah, how much can you subsidise it though? Yeah, I mean, people aren't people like driving. They can't drive there unless you want to spend three days. All I can say to all these states: just be patient. You will get your turn with this. I think the way South Australia did it last weekend, I think, just showed that you know everyone will come out and yeah. watch it. And I think a lot of them will probably come back again from other states. Yeah, yeah, as well. So, but oh, what I will say to Queensland: you've got the Olympics, so be happy with that. I know it's not for a long time. They got the still. Olympics and they got the sun. Yes, Sophie's a big fan of the sun in Queensland. So because we'll I be, hate we'll, the cold. <laughs> well, we're going there this year, so we'll be yeah, very yeah. happy with that. Okay. Anyway, we continue with the gather round. We probably should talk about our team. Yeah, we probably should, eh? Yeah, it might be a good start. Let's go start with the Crows now. This feels like a long time ago, Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> Does, eh? But they did have a big win. They did. They did. It was exciting to watch. Yeah. I have no complaints. <laughs> You shouldn't, no. You definitely shouldn't. <laughs> no, nah, it was really good. Obviously, the first quarter was just, like, insane. Eight goals. I was like, what is happening? I didn't know what was happening. It was just, like, bang, bang, bang. It was amazing. It was the. It was so fun to watch, being a supporter. I loved it. The, the whole game was good, really. I always just felt watching it, you're like, okay, Carlton's going to come back. And you knew from the first round, was it with GWS and we were way ahead? Was it first round? Yes. Yeah, and they ended up catching up and they won. So, I mean, you had that in the back of your mind, but... You also knew, okay, Carlton, you know I mean? I mean, there's obviously up to debate whether how good they are. But you know that they got to be decent because they haven't done that bad this year. Yeah. So you kind of knew they were going to come back and you're like, wait, in any way, in any way. And you think, gosh, are the Crows going to crumble? Are they going to crumble? But they kept the margin, essentially. And obviously, well, I mean, they won by 56. So they got it in the end. I was a little bit nervy in the last quarter there. Start of the last quarter because Carlton kicked three in a row. And, and I was starting to panic slightly, but it was all good. And happy days, really. And honestly, that just set the tone for the weekend. I was like happy as. I literally had five hours sleep that night, that Thursday night. Maybe even four for that matter, actually. Because I was so pumped and then obviously had to get up early for work the next day. But because they won, I didn't care. They were so tired. I was like running off adrenaline. Everyone's like, you must be so tired. And I'm like, no, I'm great. Yeah, still so, buzzing. Yeah, I was still buzzing. Good thing they didn't lose then. If they had a- lost, oh man, I would have been grumpy. Mm-hmm. I might have just... And obviously then I wore my crow's beanie all weekend because I was like, I can. Yeah. So every game I was... Anyway, so yeah, all good. All happy with that. We'll see what happens next game. Yes, see, this still is happy. <laughs> okay, awards? Yes. Let's do the worst moments. The worst moment was actually... There wasn't too many. It was kind of hard to pick. I actually picked the moment where Walker gave away the 50 
and I think Carlton kicked a goal, and I think it was in the third quarter. And I was like, Dan Walker, why'd you do that? So that yeah, was that, was, that was a bit of a... That Walker does shot, that sometimes. That. He does that sometimes, and he just, like, he just gets two pumps. He does it. Mm. Like, anger and pumped, I don't know, but he does that. So that was, a, that was my worst moment. The best moment? Moments? First quarter. Whole first quarter. Well, the whole first quarter, so including the Carlton goals. So you like the two Carlton goals they kicked. Uh, uh, I mean, it brought you back down to earth. So yeah, well, how do you go? Hey, footy's up about ups and downs. You got to okay. have the bad with the good. So yeah, that include that. Okay, so we've heard it first. Sophie is now a Cullen supporter too. No, I'm not. <laughs> we well, enjoyed the Cullen goals too. So I didn't actually back. enjoy it. It was just part of the experience. Okay. All right, just the eight goals then that the crows kicked. You liked? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Write that down. Okay. <laughs> and then yeah, Crom Award was pretty easy. Yeah. One vote. I gave Fog, Fogarty, five goals. Not bad for a return. Two votes I gave Led. He was he had 37 disposals, 15 score involvements. Three, I mean, how could I not? Dawson. Yeah, he was clearly the best player. Oh, he's good. No, he was very good. <laughs> he was. You know, the, my, actually one of my best moments in the first quarter was literally when Dawson got the clearance, he fell over and he got back up and he kicked it and kicked it to the, who was leading? Was it Fogarty? And I just, that was my best moment. Actually, I was like, he's like a gazelle. <laughs> he just like fell, got up again, and like okay. jumped over someone's leg on the oh, count okay. player on the ground. You know, you think you just fell over, you just tripped over your feet. Like you think you'd be a little bit like, but nah, he just got up and just ran away. That's my three points. Your turn. Okay, so Saturday nights they played in um, well, raining all game, so it was fun to be at. It was a bit of a mixed game, I think. It was a, it was actually quite a competitive game between two sides. Actually played all right. Uh, Paul were in and out, I think. First quarter, they were, they were all right. They got ahead of the game. They got, actually were leading for the majority of the game until Bulldogs got in front in the third quarter. And then last quarter, I felt like, oh, we were in a bit of trouble. The rain just kept coming in and out. They went torrential at times, so slippery for either team. So I can't really fault anyone's disposal because it was a hard game to be able to mark or be able to kick effectively. I think we got soundly beaten in the midfield, which concerned me a lot. The bu- yeah. Going against Bulldogs midfield, great midfield, probably one of the best. But we just got beaten too easily in clearances. So Lysa got dominated by English. He was one of their best players all game. And then we made a change. We got we actually subbed him out and we decided to put Dixon as the ruck and Finlayson and it actually worked better. Just have an extra midfielder get the clearances themselves, which they yeah. which both of them can do. Second quarter was quite even I think Bulldogs were slowly coming back into the game. Our defence held up actually pretty well. Except probably Whiteman got ahead of us. He was Pretty good, he kicked four on us, so it was it was brilliant when he got the ball. He just like, he was going to kick a goal every time. Third quarter, they they just killed us, and then last quarter, they were up by a couple of goals. I thought this was game over. Then we just had a little bit of a spark, and it started from Marshall. His contested marking goal, he got. Yep. Do sp- sorry. Side note: Who? How? Why is Marshall's goal kicking improved? Why is it improved? He's always been a good kick. Yeah, but why is he's apparently he's cited it to a Crows player? Well, what did he say? I haven't heard. This I don't know. Say- I just saw it on my newsfeed. Well, who was it? Fogarty. Oh, really? goal kicking, yeah. Okay. Oh, good yeah. Idea. Sorry. Oh, that's fair so I had to add that crow's No, that's fair enough. Now, don't listen to him anymore, Marshall. <laughs> no, it's probably worked for him. He's actually very good. I child. think he's copied him. He copied him or something. Well, he's been a good... He's always been a good kick in front of goal. He's yeah, so maybe like it may be from... The, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's... A, sorry. I'll let you okay. keep talking. No, fair enough. There were a couple of players that were really good all game. Like, Zach Butters was... Was pretty good. Wines was good first half, then he dropped out. Having Burn Jones as a pressure four was actually a really yeah, good move. Yeah, that was interesting. That was a good move. He actually did really well, um, able to put pressure. He actually kicked a couple of goals himself, which was, which was a nice reward for him. 
A bit like what Keys does. Yeah, it's a bit like that. Yeah. Oh, probably a bit more like a like a Murphy, I reckon, the way he played. Because Murphy's more your pressure forward kind of player. Yeah, I guess so. so. It's a bit like that. He just was just there every time, putting the pressure. The last quarter, yeah, Marshall got us going. A couple of great goals. Horn Francis was huge. He got him in the midfield and he just dominated the clearances. And then that sealer from Butters just got us the win and I was happy. Lot, still a lot to improve. I think, as I said, the midfield still getting a bit beaten is a bit of a concern. Mm. Some of our forwards probably not kicking the goals that we would want. A couple there, I won't mention names just yet. I'll give them another chance if they don't perform. I will say it next week. Oh, can I guess someone? Rioli. Yes, he's. <laughs> yes, he is one of them. But yeah, sorry, sorry. But he's a new player, new club. Sorry, sorry. Not going to go too hard on him. I'll go to the awards. Start with the worst moments. This one really grind my gears at the ground. So in the last quarters, as early on, there was a play that. I think Trelaw had it on the wing. He got tackled. He dropped the ball. Ollie Wines right next to it. Went to the umpire. Sort of stopped the play and sort of talked to the umpire how like where's on the ball while the play was still going right near him. Uh. That frustrated me. I'm like you play to the whistle. It's as simple as that. Doesn't matter if it's a clear free kick. Which Having I, a little whinge. Do not complain to the umpire while the ball was still in play. And Houston actually did something very similar later in that quarter, but he got the free kick. So he's lucky. We've, we've got the worst free kick differential in the AFL. For the round, we were minus 35 in four games. Now, that is probably down to many things. Probably not down to what, I guess, what people might be thinking what I'm talking about is that... So why you are going at the ball? It's the way I think some of them probably do attack the footy or the way they tackle, possibly. I think there's some tackles that could be... You've got to probably aim for the hips, don't go high. So but the don't point. <laughs> The point is, sometimes when they get those decisions against them, they sort of drop their heads, and I think... There was an example where I thought, oh, don't do that. You're thinking too much about that. Not worry about what the job is at hand. Yeah, well, that's just having a win. So that was not a good moment. Didn't like that. Fair. Best moment, Aaliyah gets it two weeks in a row. His rundown tackle on Norton, the goal scale, was huge. At the time of the game, we were 10 points up. It was going one-on-one. Norton got ahead of him. He thought he was going to get the goal, but Aaliyah tackles him, goes over the line for a point. Big moment. Potentially a match-winning moment right there. Right. And he's done two of them in a row, so very glad he's on my team. So I'll go to the votes. One vote. Now, it was actually quite hard. Uh, there was two clear, I thought, but the one vote was a hard one. I gave it to Dan Houston. I thought he was great all game off halfback. He definitely delivered a lot of ball inside 50 for us. Kicked a, a good goal, an important goal in the third quarter as well. I thought he was really good off halfback, so well done to him. Two votes I gave to Aaliyah. So he's in my oh. v- votes again. I thought he did his job on Norton fantastically. Made some big spoils again, match-saving tackles. Intercept mark in the last quarter was huge when they were coming back. So he definitely deserved the two votes. Three votes by a mile, I think. Zach Butters was yeah. our best player. Yeah, 32 touches, kicked the goal, the the sealer in the last quarter. Brilliant all four quarters. He actually, the probably the one midfielder that probably can hold his head high um, against the Bulldogs midfield. So he's definitely stepped up in the last two, especially since Rosie's getting a lot more attention from the opposition. So he's stepping up, which is great to see. So well-deserved of the three votes, which I think makes him equal in the pair vote, actually. He's doing well, and um, hopefully I might be able to interview one of them at the end of the year. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that every every round until it actually happens. I mean, if I interview, could interview Dawson. If you could find a way. Yeah, that would be pretty good. If any of if any of the like Crows or Port Adelaide are watching, can we please have that in the year? That'd be amazing. Actually, hang on. I'm just assuming that Dawson's going to win the award. Oh, well, he's looking great at the moment. <laughs> oh, hang on. Dawson for Brown at the moment. Nah, nah. We all know who's <laughs> going to win Brown, though. 
Zach Butters. Yes, I agree. Okay, all right, we'll go with that then. Are you, you going to say Nick Dacos? Yeah. Well, he's looking good at the moment, actually. Which we will talk about, obviously, mid-year awards. We'll probably go through all the Brownlow stuff. Obviously, yeah. obviously uh, my prediction not going great at the moment, that one. <laughs> but that's another story. Anyway, that's it from, I guess, Port's perspective of the game. I might have waffled a little bit about the game, but we got there. Yeah, we did. And, yeah, so because it feels like a while ago now. We've been watching so many f- games of footy, we yeah, can't know, forget right? about our own game. <laughs> yeah. So you've got Hawthorne down in Tassie. We've yeah. got West Coast at home. It's actually against two teams that have only won one game. So they're the two bottom teams reversing. I know. And do I feel more confident? No. <laughs> you can never feel confident. Nah. So we'll see if um, both teams three and two. Both Port and Crows, I'm saying. Potentially wins here. Four and two. Looking good. Yeah. Crows will be in the eight still if they win. Yeah. They will be. Wow. We'll wrap it up there. I feel like we've been waffling quite a bit about the gather round because just great having it here. Great to go watch a lot of footy. Yep. Um, next week we'll go through obviously our um, games again. Yep. Hopefully some wins again. Yep. And um, <laughs> we'll obviously have another topic. I will a little sneak peek of what topic we'll be talking about. I think we might go through some celebrations, I think. Yeah, think? bit of a yeah. Just, just a little bit of a little bit of a discussion of whether we like the uh, the celebration. Some of the things that we every club always has those players that tend to celebrate. Yeah, see what we think of it as well. So I hope you can stay tuned for that. But otherwise, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> Bye.